2: oh buddies it's the friday edition of barn burner here on the youtubes and in your ear holes wherever you choose to listen today welcome to the tower chrysler studios tower chrysler they sell dodge they sell Jeep, they sell ram they sell chrysler maybe you want uh, do you want a minivan do you want a four-wheel drive do you want a big strong reliable sport utility vehicle do you want a jeep that you can take the top off of and bomb around and have a great summer in reliability and fun that's what, what that's hell? all they offer at tower chrysler
3: the hellcat thing what was that i, oh, I, I don't uh, want one of those the hellcat it'll handle the hellcat it'll probably...
2: stir your drink yeah it'll stir your drink <laughs> then there's the demon it's uh it's a lot of horsepower that's right. a lot of horsepower. Yeah, just talk to Serge. He'll straighten you out on the, the he will. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, he won't. Uh, he won't eat sugar, but he'll sell you on hell of a one hell of a vehicle. Over at right. Chrysler. Uh he can tell uh, Let me see if I got the latest update. State Club. He's, tr- he's trying to put my uh, my concerns at ease. He's like, I don't you know? Don't worry. Even though I am. Off the, uh, he's I'm down. Uh, I don't want to brag for Serge, you know, but he's down. So let's just say he's down a few lbs, eighteen. Holy uh, oh, 18. eighteen! I need to enjoy this because he's off the sugar, and he's off uh, apparently the red meat.
0: He claims to be off the sugar.
2: Claims De- debatable. Yeah, he's a steak yeah. club now. Steak club every once a week. Everyone that they have their. It's an elite group. You talk about VIPs. It doesn't even do it justice. There's an elite group mm-hmm. in the steak club with tower chrysler and every week they try a steak sandwich from a different location in the city and this is one of those things we had talked about you know where do you find i feel like especially alberta steak steak we talk about sandwiches we need to find the best steak sandwich well they've been on this they uh, beat us to the punch on it yep steak club will be back it's just on a little break right now i need to enjoy this a little longer before i go on a full relapse
3: Oh, so he's planning a uh, relapse. That's great to hear.
2: It's a meat cleanse, I guess, or the opposite of a meat cleanse. I don't know how that works. Um, So whatever works for you. I would think summer's got to be the hardest time, wouldn't it be? Oh, to be it's on a barbecue moment.
0: season, yeah. See, if this guy waits too long, I'm starting to stake a club of my own. Let's Are go, you? Serge. Come yeah, on,
2: ready Just jump the queue. I, uh, it's it's a brilliant idea, and I, I do like it. And as we saw yesterday in our Warner weekend uh, forecast, uh, the, the forecast calls for meat
3: yeah, this it does. weekend. Yeah, yeah, There's it it a very it high a good... precipitation of and meat. High... And
0: yeah. now that you speak of it, if I was to make a steak sandwich... Like go with a filet, slice it up onto some garlic toast oh. with a layer of boursein cheese.
3: Oh the puck.
0: Underneath.
2: My uh-huh. kid says to me, like he's uh, like this is some sort of a revelation. He's like, I had to, uh buddy of mine made a steak. I was we were at his place, we were having a barbecue and he put like garlic butter on top of the steak, like oh my god, it was so good. It's like go to <laughs> yeah, a buddy. Go out once in a while, have a steak and just a Young Dean, kid, telling so. people
3: to go out. This is yeah. fucking awesome.
2: Go out, go to a restaurant and have a have a good steak. You clown. It'll be. A... Where are we on the blue cheese? You like the blue cheese on top of the steak? Yep,
0: I do. I'm, I like uh, blue cheese. So, it's Although, a little
3: scary, but in the right
0: spot, here, right? Here's the question I have, and it's to do with a lot of the toppings. If you've got a quality cut of meat, you don't need. I know salt and pepper. If you don't yep. need no blue cheese i think the blue cheese and everything else is used to you know maybe maybe a lesser cut or yeah, a lesser I'm, cut
2: no disrespect to people who enjoy it but uh, my buddy well, we'll beef leave. we would go out to a uh, doesn't matter run-of-the-mill average mm-hmm. or high-end steak place he's going to ask the waitstaff for hp sauce and it's just it's atrocious and I've, I've told him, if you need HP sauce for your steak, if, that, if what you're eating, you need HP sauce, yeah. what you should do is just take the, the steak and throw it on the floor and give oh, it to the dog because it's shit. If you need to be putting HP on it to enjoy it, you shouldn't be eating it.
3: Okay, so or- if that's the case, you must be even more outraged at ketchup because to be fair... Well, I agree with the HP, but ketchup's even worse, is it not? Here, totally, yeah, here's
0: the story: that guy Scott, that Tinkler guy from Florida, <laughs> yeah, Tinkleberries, the, tra- the trainer. When we were, he was tra- tra- where we Peter Luger's yeah, steak joint, in its famous steakhouse in in New York City. Ketchup, please.
3: Uh, and you know they have it, and it's like you go back to the kitchen, and the staff are like, "We got another one of these." Asked. Appalled. what are they doing that's but what all the need. time
2: yeah you need like the soup nazi all right who would just say no steak yeah. for you and tell totally to get out
3: yeah. get out yeah. That's us get right.
2: out uh are you on your deck where are you uh who me no ryan's
0: in the studio yeah,
2: I yeah see i'm in that. the studio
3: i just got the, the it's friday dean oh i see I'm very proud. This was a Lilac Festival purchase, $26. I don't that's know who the creep nice. wearing it before was, but this is a deal. <laughs>
2: huh? Wow. And uh, Retro, I see you're also wearing uh, some bright colors today.
0: Support the cause, team.
2: Yeah, it's
3: quite a chest you've got, Rhett. It really is. It's
2: bountiful rack.
3: Yeah, to... it's quite a rack. <laughs> yeah, what a bosom.
2: Yeah, a buddy, a buddy of mine back in uh, Winnipeg, he also had a barrel chest, and he was Mr. U.P. Purbody. That was his, uh, <laughs> his official name. Mr. U.P. Purrbody, uh, here, uh, here for business. Uh, so we'll get through it. You got a plane to catch. We got a weekend to get into. We have a few things to obviously talk about. It's UFC weekend. Yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah. did anybody see the, uh, our oh. buddy Mike Malott was on the mic yesterday representing Canada.
3: Is he still charming as ever? Geez, shucks, Canadian. Yeah, he was apologizing more, for beating people up and stuff. He was had a little more
2: lead in his pencil. At the Okay, uh, good thing he was like, "Let's go. This is our this is our event. It's not for everybody uh, well, else. It's for Canadians. Let's go."
0: The whole bunch of people in front of me at the uh, security line off to Vancouver for the UFC event.
2: Really? We oh, well, we may as well tell you about it while we're talking about it. Sure. Hey, hey Jack.
3: Uh, now that you've whetted our appetite retro ufc two
2: ufc 289 buffers you know what yeah because it's his brother right Is mm-hmm. his brother his cousin that was michael it was Buffer, michael the...
3: was the original let's get ready to rumble yeah. and this is bruce and he's been the ufc guy he really was riding brothers coat uh, tails but it, i it know a hell of a racket
2: and now michael it's like you've got a catchphrase that's it the other bruce <laughs> is it. unbelievable i love yeah. some of the because you'll see some of the some of the they have like a best of Bruce Buffer or whatever. But really? well, he's like right in their face. From Washington, he is the defending Henry. He's like shouting right in their face. And they're like, yeah, come on, bring it. Come on, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah. That's me. Uh-huh. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Anyway, UFC 289 in Vancouver. Nunes versus Aldana. Oliveira versus Benil Dariush. There's a couple, uh, I think. There's a lot of questions about Charles Oliveira, long-time champ, lost the belt, lost again. Can the, well, lost the belt because he didn't make weight and then got, got his ass beat.
3: It's the scales, Dean. It was the scales.
2: Yeah, those Arizonans fucking around. Joe Rogan has a little take on it. He's like, you can't trust these people. You get, uh... So now they Rogan was saying they literally have 24-hour security watching the uh, scales. Really? Because I don't know. Listen, I'm way up beyond this, but Rogan was saying it's something about some of the uh, the European fighters and how they they're in in what is it stone right? However, they're oh yeah right. It's the different measurements of yeah, weight, sure. so they so they adjust the scale and then when they put it back, was it a half pound off? Did Ooh, Olivera get screwed on it man. anyway? So now it's like, listen, we're in America, we're in Canada, it's pounds. This is how we do it. Get over it. So they have people that literally 24 hours a day apparently watch the apparently watch the uh, the scales. Anyway, I I'm not worried about that in Vancouver. I'm sure Dana White's got everything. I think Vancouver's
3: known for great scales. Not a concern. Yeah. And I do have some background on Bruce. Apparently oh. Michael's his half-brother. Oh. In nineteen eighty-nine, they were introduced when their birth father contacted Michael after seeing him on TV. So Michael is the first announcer, gets famous, and then it's like, hey, I'm your dad, come meet your half-brother uh, in the mid-90s. And then Bruce managed Michael in 1990, and they started Buffer Partnerships together. Yeah.
0: Michael Dude. Buffer, was we had him on the first Panthers run. Really? Like all the games. The, the cats are,
3: or the rats have been back. Do uh, you like that, or oh, does it feel like I it's love cheesy? It. Love, love it. Good. Almost didn't see them.
2: Uh, A number of Canadians on this UFC card. Mike Malott is uh, from the Contender Series. Got himself the contract taking on Adam Fugit out of Eugene. Out of Eugene, Oregon. Let's go, Mike. Beat his ass. Come on, Mike. And uh, six Canadians have been added to this card, which will take place in Vancouver tomorrow night, June 10th, Saturday. It is available on pay per view. Could you say Vancouver say like eight. Bruce Buffer would? I'd really six
0: like and oh Canada, uh, Vancouver, Canada, Vancouver. Six, six and oh Canada, like we're the be writing. Canada. You
2: Defending, he's great, and he's better. And you know what? His brother, that uh, Michael, people won't know this, but hmm. coming from the uh, the broadcast world that we used to live in, yeah. If you he, he's copyrighted or whatever, yeah, just yeah saying. Let's get ready to rumble. So that's his thing. And
3: and he'll sue you. That's right. He
2: he has the legal rights to the let's get ready to rumble. So if you rumble, if you play it or if you have, he'll
3: sue you. That's like that. Didn't the uh, like Phil Jackson, like copyright three Pete or something like that. These guys know what they're doing. They're sharp. Yeah. Businessman Dean.
2: Nunez Aldana. There you go. UFC 289 in Vancouver. Where do we want to start first? Well, the, I would like uh, to
3: allow Rhett an opportunity, Dino, because yeah. he's not super active on the social medias, but on Twitter last night, he <laughs> had uh, cranked up the heat. It was on, it was on uh, broil mode. He was roasting. There's the best dad in the world. Good work, Dino. Roasting the officials. Come on, refs, let him play. He was. Di- he, you were hyped up for this game if my Twitter it, alerts were correct.
0: Well, it is true. The refs were brutal. It's the Stanley Cup finals, right?
3: I'm just glad it's consistent because everyone's been saying it's been brutal since the drop of the puck in the playoffs. I wouldn't want them to start getting good now. At least it's still NFL NHL officials here, right? That's a good point. Yeah,
0: Fuck yeah me. Yeah. Everyone's like
3: the to... in. I'm like there's no conspiracy. They've been so incompetent you couldn't run a conspiracy through them. They don't they're not that good. They're
0: off. No no feel at all for the game. Zero. They've completely lost their feel for hockey. And no, the... they don't
3: the overtime one was tough because at full speed, I'm like, oh, boy, they upended it. But in slow-mo, you're like, oh, that is such a dive. Yeah. It, Jeez, it,
0: even at, but at that point in the game, I don't care. Was he on a breakaway? Then it's not a penalty. Come on.
3: That's okay. true. And McLean had the weirdest take. He's like, well, look, at it's a scoring chance. If you... I like, No, it's not. He's on his ass. Like, there's no scoring chance at all. It's not a two-on-one. He's on his back.
0: He's a one-on-two on trying to split guys. He falls. Yeah, oh, penalty. What well, I, I honestly, I'm, I typically don't bother with refs, except if in kids hockey. But these guys, <laughs> Jesus, too many, too many, nuts. Trev. Yeah,
3: too many, Trev.
0: Too but
3: many. we got a series. That's the great. Takeaway. Well, we got a series, but Do no one we? came to watch the
0: refs. No one came. No one came to watch the refs. Stay out of it. God.
2: Do Chinksy. we have a series, or did the fl- or did the Panthers win the one game they will win by the? Well, chinny, chin, chin.
3: I, I mean, we don't know, but at least there's a chance we have a series. If they'd lost last night, this thing is fucking dead. We know that. Yeah. So at least there's hope that there could be a series. And I know you're big on hope, Dean. Um, no, well, I just.
2: I... That's a
0: huge F up by Vegas. Right it really there. is. They
2: control that. You have,
0: game. The, yeah. you have the Stanley Cup. You can start sizing rings Jeez. if you control the last three minutes of that game. And you blow it. Like that now has all them. it is is
3: one off night for Hill, and who knows, right? Like, that's yeah. all it takes at this point. If Bobrovsky wants to just go lights And if the effing game. refs,
0: and honestly, no. if the effing refs can stay out of the effing way, then yeah. that changes things too, because good God. Florida's playing pretty good, and then it gets penalty trouble.
2: Vegas hits a couple goalposts. Bobrovsky is out of his mind again. Um, First time in the final. Both, of the, I mean, both of the Vegas goals come in the power play, I suppose. But again, this was still a game where Vegas led late. Florida needed that out-of-his-mind goaltending, and they get an overtime winner. I, I don't know. I still feel like if if I'm Vegas, I'm not really cracking a no. bead yet. Stick with the process. pretty good about it. Yep. Just, hey, win the next one, and uh, we'll lift it at
3: home. They were saying uh, yep. on the broadcast, like, there couldn't have been – more than a couple quality scoring chances until Kachuk ties the game. Like, it, it was that steady, sh- like, really, really stout defensive effort that we've come to expect from Vegas over the last two months here. They just didn't win it.
0: Both teams are in the same situation. Win the next game. Yeah, that's fair. got to win the next one. You're going home
3: 2-2. The vibes are not good if you're Vegas. Ooh.
0: No, especially giving away that last – the one last thing, so – I don't know who's going to win the next game, but I'm glad they scored because it seemed like it was a series that was over, and the, that meant like the last two rounds of the playoffs were duds.
2: I watch Vegas, and I catch myself wondering, why the hell, why have I struggled, or we, whatever, why have I struggled to give this team credit or to recognize them as, as what they are? Yeah. They play with... They play with pace. They come at you. They forecheck. I don't. I guess you know what if if you pay close enough attention, maybe you do. But I I probably am guilty of spending too much time in the lack of name value in their goaltender. Certainly this year, it just felt like without a goaltender, there doesn't matter what the rest of it is. Um, Totally, they're not going to win or maybe you're just good enough of a team you play a good enough team game that if your goaltender doesn't shit himself you might have a chance to win. Marcia so is out of his mind. He scores again last night. And Eichel with another uh another point. Those two have something have something going. Chandler Stevenson great play there. It's it's just it's a very good team. And I don't know why. And that's why 13 I'm so and
3: stupid. 13 for Marcia So? It's unbelievable. And to be fair, like goaltending undoes a lot of teams. It's not like everyone looked at that team in the, uh, before the season started they were like what are they going to get? Like, are you kidding me? This Logan Thompson and Laurent Bressois, and then those guys get hurt, and it's like, hell, like what? Yeah. But I think we're starting to look at them like we look at Carolina, where you just sort of ignore the name bar of the goalie. Like Reimer, Kachetkov, Kuchot- Ranta, Freddie Anderson. It doesn't matter. It's, we're starting to understand that it's that structure, just like Carolina, that allows any goalie to come in and have a much safer environment to operate in, right?
2: Watch Hill shit himself in three straight, Now it will be like, boy, if okay. only they had a goalie. They uh, they'd Can, he, can I just
0: win. bring up an interesting point that Ryan says there, is just to kind of connect the dots between Vegas and Caroline. Yeah. The two teams that don't show loyalty to anyone.
3: True. Yep. And in different ways, like Vegas has right? been so savage in terms of trades and exploiting... Like any sort of LTIR wiggle room they have, and it's look you're allowed to do it. It's in the book. Like you may as well use any advantage you can get, and they'll spend whatever it takes to get what they need to get done done, including like trying to trade a guy with a no trade, and pretending they didn't know. Like that's ridiculous shit with Dadnov two years ago. Uh, but and Carolina's the other way. It was just like no, that's that's a, that's that's a, that's not value. We're, we're only interested in value. See you later. We'll use the cap space elsewhere, and we'll buy low on goalies because we know they're voodoo, and. You know, Vegas is spend to win at all costs, and Carolina is like, hunt for value at all costs and always keep cap space so we can peel off a patch of Reddy or a Burns for peanuts.
0: But there's no loyalty on yeah, either side. Of I agree. It, right? it's like, like Dougie
3: Hamilton it. probably would have loved to stay uh, there. They're like, cool, we're Norris not Norris
0: Trophy that. candidate. Good. See you yeah. later. Yeah, no, we'll good.
3: go buy low on Tony D'Angelo and then trade him for something. Like, we're good.
2: Carter Hage gets the overtime winner again. Yeah. He has... I saw somebody tweet about it last night, and it was the the knock with, with Florida is how did they let Marsha So and Riley Smith go? And on the flip side, and I guess they've won some championships, but man, Carter Verhage is a guy that got away for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They had him, didn't qualify him because he was chances were he was gonna make some money in arbitration. And as we know, Tampa can't afford to pay anybody
3: very tightly.
2: So Verhage goes to to Florida, last year he had two overtime winners, had three game-winning goals in the series against Washington. Two of them in overtime. The one goal wins the series. If you recall, already this year four game-winning goals, two overtime goals. The one put Boston out. He had, I think, he had the game winner against the Leafs in that series. The guy is uh, he just just scores big goals. Had forty-two in the regular season wow, and gets the, uh, the overtime winner in it. We may look, who knows? We may look back. This could be the goal that saves their season and their yeah. cop the whole thing,
3: but he, sir. He sure has a
2: penchant. I suppose, as they say for, uh, for getting big goals.
3: Well, and beyond that, like a hot playoffs is one thing you noted the regular season for, for even strength goals. There's three guys that score more than them. McDavid, Ranton and Pasternak. That's it. Cause like McDavid had 20 some power play goals 18 for Pasternak, 13 for Ranton. Like for Hege, most of his goals are at even strength. He's not a power play merchant. Like, that's a sneaky underrated player. Like, like, you kidding me? 40 plus and fourth in even strength goals in the entire league? More than Robertson, more than Hughes, more than Drysidel. Like, are you kidding me? That's that's a heady group he's in. I'm not a big dude. Just very, very lean.
2: Pretty, kind of a little little lean guy, not a power forward by any means, just scores. So, I don't know. I, l- listen, go, let's get seven games. Why? I did no friggin' investment in this thing. One yeah, why
0: here, are but... you cheering for Vegas now? You want Vegas just to walk all over the Port Panthers? What's, no, I don't what's care. What's wrong with Panthers,
2: you? Yeah. you know me. I don't give it's a something. shit.
0: Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we got to have something to watch when we're sitting on our asses.
2: If it's going to be over, let's get it over. If we're going to go seven, then good. Let's go
3: seven. But if we're just going to... Hey, game four. Swing swing game here, fellas.
0: Now, my concern being, fellas, when's game six? Like, what do I got to... like? So they break um,
3: for a day off on top of the travel day every time they change scenes. Next Friday. So, yeah. Can you pull the kid out of school? How are you going to do that?
0: Uh, I'd have to go tomorrow. I got a big tournament, the boys, next weekend in Buffalo. I don't know if I can miss that. I don't know if they'll want to miss it, so... When's Game 7?
3: Monday. Oh, that's going to be in Florida. Vegas. Or, sorry, in Vegas. Uh, that's a different
2: Well, that's
0: point. fine. I'll, go, I'll just go to Vegas and then come up to Calgary.
3: I mean,
2: Saturday, to, Tuesday, Friday, Friday, Monday.
3: Yeah. Yeah, just wait for Game 7. Go Buy on. those tickets now. going to get expensive if there's a Game 7. And right now, it's like, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So maybe, hmm? Well,
2: Warner's at the airport. Another opportunity... Uh, come and gone to get you over to Dr. J. Patel at Outdoor Dental and get that big gullet of yours looked at. Um, Snoring treatments, two 15-minute treatments, increase the tension in the soft palate, reduces snoring, non-surgical pain-free. Maybe you've tried all these things. There's mouth guards and sleep machines and nose clips and all this stuff, and it just doesn't work then you need to go and see Dr. Jay Patel at Outdoor Dental. They have the Soleil laser. It's used for their dentistry practice, obviously. No, no needles, no drills, no stress. It is the way of, it's the way of doing business in the, mm. dental, uh, the dental thing nowadays. And in addition to that, they can use this to uh, treat snoring. Pain-free, non-surgical, and who knows? Maybe it works for you. Maybe it works better than you can even imagine. You're getting more sleep. It's quality sleep. You feel better. People people around you are like, this guy's less of a jerk than he used to be. This is unbelievable. It's worth your time. It's worth the effort. Book an assessment. Book a, a consultation right now with the people over at Outdoor Dental. The website, outdoor.dental. What's the hurt in trying? Give it a shot. Well,
0: go get it done. Summer's coming. You're going to be a deadbeat booze bag all summer, which is going to mean more snoring. Yeah. Save the other people in your home the agony of going three months without sleep. Yeah. Go see Dr. J.
2: When you're passed out in the backyard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's
0: not a chainsaw. It's dad. Yeah.
3: Why is that lawnmower on at (laughs) 2am.
2: Isn't there a noise? What's the (laughs) noise violation? That's the bylaw. Oh, wait, that's, uh, that's Bob in the backyard hammered (laughs) up on whiskey (laughs) sours. Outdoor. Dental is the website. Maybe next time, hey
3: right Um now Speaking we of how uh, you uh we need a gout update. We're uh. Three days in and I I uh I worry. And I don't know if you know, but uh I think your your roommate, the woman you live with, hmm. had submitted a photo.
2: Jesus so, Christ.
3: I'm worried. It doesn't I'm look sure good. She did, yeah. It doesn't look good, Dean. Mm-hmm. So, uh that oh, yeah. I love Ooh. your carpet, but oh, yeah, nice that looks painful good yeah
2: that's March. just the uh, area it's the area rug that I have here that's a yeah knock down that the, per-
0: uh... that's Persian
2: yeah, well, it's just for uh it's more to for the noise proofing keep <laughs> the right. echo down in here
0: I can see why you're complaining, yeah. man, that does not look good that that, no, that uh
3: that single sheet on the bed must feel like a grand piano on your toe there d no good. does not look good at yeah, all can you no pop good. it?
0: Does Does the gout pop? No, it doesn't pop. I see why I didn't come uh, up
3: the stairs the other day. Jesus. No, we're not close
2: to that. I'm more... For mine, that looks like it's closer to the toenail. Mine's further south. I'm more in the... uh, Knuckle? The knuck. Yeah, the toe knuck. I'm in the toe knuck. Yeah. Not great. Do we want to... How do we want to do this? Do we want to talk about the potential Calgary flame while well, the flames coaching rumor situation now or in the Pinder report.
3: Rhett's shaking it off. I don't Rhett, What do you think? What's going on here?
0: Well, I just, I, we can, it's great. Elliot came out and said, or whoever said, I don't know. Broke the news. Yeah, that's all it. Huska's the favorite. We've, we've discussed Huska and love. It seems like so announce it and then come on the show and tell us how you're going to coach these guys. Yeah. And, Make them not be a bunch of sissies. Let's go. That's no sissies sure that, allowed. Let's make sure that – and that's not even the right word. The right. What I'm trying to – searching for a word. They're going to show up and play every game, right, Mr. Huska?
3: I, I think everyone knows what you're getting at, Rhett. Um, the coaching excuse is no longer there. There's a new coach, whether it's Love or Husker or someone else, and it sounds like it's going to be Huska. Now it's work boots and lunch pail time we there's no more whining and complaining now now's the time for this core to show up and work their tails off
0: it's amazing how much pull again what has i was gonna say Mickey.
3: i was gonna say
2: boy that's long once a blazer always a blazer i guess is I guess that how it so. goes that friggin' yeah. team is still haunting t- haunting people
3: all these years later uh Hey, if Wayne can get all his pals into the hall, this is pretty minor on the scale of, you know, yeah, towing the line for pals.
0: Uh, so I think it's, uh, and uh, again, who are we to say we don't know how Mitch Love coached last year or would coach coming up or how the interview process went? But obviously Huska's been in the mix for a long time, so yeah, give him a shot, give it, man. And, so and those that don't know what's the hell we're,
2: Sorry, yes, sir, I was go gonna ahead. say. For those that don't know what the hell we're talking about, last night during the hockey game, Elliot Friedman came on and said that while nothing is done, and I'm paraphrasing, things are uh, pointing towards Huska being hired as the new head coach of the Calgary Flames. Now we had talked about it as recently as yesterday, saying that you know, this feels like about the time where uh, here's we we want you to take the job. Let's get a contract figured out over the weekend. We you know get get yourself set, and then Monday press conference. Perhaps that's yeah. kind of how we saw this potentially playing out, so not stunned. The only reason I bring it up, Retro, is I don't know that... I think that we... I know for myself, I I was kind of focused. It just felt like, okay, Mitch Love's going to be the guy. And then the question was, well, why Love more than Husker or somebody else? Has he done something that they haven't? And it's, oh, I mean... It's different track,
3: resumes, yeah.
2: Different resumes, but the path is kind of the same.
3: Junior mm. to... Western Pro. League to AHL to...
0: You don't know, and we don't, again, we don't know what Huska's relationship with the guys in the room is. That might be the biggest piece of the puzzle, right? The other thing
3: that's tough is like, okay, so they were super tight in the D zone two years ago and, you know, they were right there for the Jennings till the end of the year. I think they allowed the fewest even strength goals in the league two years ago. And you're like, wow, Ryan Huska's coach in the D. And then this year they were shit in their own zone, but we also don't know what like Daryl's overruling on. No, 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 we have to do it this way. And and it's the same with the power play. It's like trying to assign credit to AGMs for shit. You never know whether he was like banging his fist on the table. Don't do this. Or like, we have to get this done. It, it, it's really tough to assign credit to assistants because everything's running through the head guy anyway, whether that's GMs or coaches, but the penalty kill has been superb for a while and that's his department. I, I I mean, it's just hard to sift through what's his department versus what the coach is saying, no, 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 we have to do it this way.
0: I'll, and, and and all of those things are important for me. It's, well, I've talked about it for decades since I retired. The guy's – It's more about making sure you get the most out of your players because you can give them this system or that. If they're not showing up with the energy to do the job, with the excitement to want to play, and with the passion to want to win, the rest of that shit don't matter. Yeah, he's
3: got a room to fix, doesn't he?
0: Yes, fix the room. That's your first. I don't care what you do on the penalty kill. If your room is no good, you ain't waiting.
3: That's fair.
2: I think in this day and age, there aren't many coaches that don't know the game, right? It's maybe there was a time and we talked to, uh, we talked to Matt stage in yesterday, an interview that'll be coming out and he talked about Pat Quinn. And really it was less about, and then Keenan was the same way, right? It was less about fundamentals and X's and O's. It was a different, it was more of the, you know, which sounds, you know, kind of silly. The other thing, archaic uh, sorry, now, did, but I was going to say, the, guys, the guys know coaches know how to coach. It's like you say, it's the relationships. How can you get through to players?
0: The, the other thing that, sorry, I interrupted you there, but the other thing that, with coaching nowadays, is there so much info for the guys to get on their own? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it everything is readily available. Hey, I gotta see that play I just made, or I want to see what they did on that two-on-one, or what are they doing on a penalty kill or the power right? Like, it's instant availability. Most of the guys, I would think, would have access to all that stuff. Hey, you're sitting at home bored. I gotta check out that. Who do we play tomorrow? Phoenix. Okay, I'm going to check out their penalty cup
3: Right? Like, totally. those
0: are all things that are easily available for the players now. So I think it's almost. Yes, there's X's and O's and there's systems you want to implement and there's style you want to play, but it's it's I, I think it's about creating energy and passion and excitement. That's
3: yeah. They've even got
0: that. The other stuff's there.
3: You look at John Cooper in Tampa and the the first half of that. What, I don't even know what we call it, dynasty or this era of Tampa hockey. Like Rick Bonus was the assistant and, and Rick was really strong on X's and O's and John's job was to, you know, relate to the player and buy, get them to buy in. And you don't have to be, I, I think of it similar to, to Connie. Like he doesn't have to understand the nuances of every corner of the CBA and be a wizard in LTIR. You just need someone around you that you can empower and trust. Uh, to Rhett's point, it's about, for the coach, like this room wasn't right. And there's some ingredients that have been to why it wasn't right that aren't here anymore, but there's still some that remain. Connie's might move a couple more in or out. We'll see, but your job is to somehow get all these guys to come back together in the fall and start harmoniously. You've got to get this. You can't let this fester into a second season.
2: We had the Husker resume up on screen for those that have just listening the track record, five years assistant coach with the Kelowna Rockets in the Western league. Then seven years as Rockets head coach, winning a championship in there. Comes to the Flames four years as the head coach between Adirondack, Mm -hmm. ah, Adirondack, and then three years in Stockton. So four years head coach of the AHL affiliate. And since five years behind the bench as an assistant. So 11 across the Western league and, and pro 11 years as a head coach, five years NHL assistant coach, and yes, Teammate of Jerome McGinley for a couple of years back to there his playing days in Kamloops. So, uh, Brad Lukowicz and Randy Petruk and uh, Ashley Buckberger, soon to be joining the franchise. Rod
3: Branch, wasn't he the goalie? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, what about uh, your bu- What about it, buddy I out at the sport. Edge School?
3: Uh,
2: is the Edge School going to be looking for a coach? Because uh, DuPont, be, didn't he play in, in uh didn't Mickey I DuPont play? Did,
0: he play? Did he play there too? I
2: think he was a Blazer, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I, I could know. be wrong about that. I don't know. I'm getting old. But, uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it makes sense. Maybe there's something there. I don't
3: know. What, uh, so I wonder what – we don't know a ton about Mitch Love, aside that he's had four really good years in a row coaching whatever level he's coached. Uh, are you hopeful they can bring him up, make him associate? Would you rather leave him in the A as the head? Like, there's not a lot of openings right now. I don't know that the risk of him leaving now is super high, but you also, just like you worried about if you gave it to Love, what happens to Huska, I think there's even more concern about what happens to Love if it is going to be Huska. Or do you promote him? Do you leave him? What are your thoughts on it?
0: Well, I think you leave him, and it's going to be up to him too, right? If he's pursuing a head coaching job, sometimes going, like it's it, it doesn't always happen What like it did for Huska where you're – the assistant and then step into head coaching. Right. And you don't know. Sometimes once you start the assistant coaching path, you get stuck in that role. Mm -hmm. So it'll depend. It's up to love. The other thing you got to remember is that these aren't assets that you get to keep and trade and move around. You can't hold a guy back. If he's, if he's destined to be good, you made a decision to, to, to go with Ryan Husker, you go with it and you, you can't try and keep a guy in the wings just in case down the road, right? So, I, this I what it is. You, you make a choice at the time where, when you have to make it. And listen, coaching's not going to die. It's not like there's not going to be another coach that comes along. Ryan Husker probably won't be the coach of the Flames for 15, 20 years. There'll be new coaches, right? Yeah. Guys that get in it and they're good or bad. There's always coaches out there.
3: Yeah, you just don't want this to be the one that got away. And I'm not saying he is, but I also look at those points percentages and it's like, you probably had some good teams, but damn it, he wins every year. <laughs> look at 721, nine, 579, 729, 713. like those, And then this year, 736. That's tidy, tidy numbers. I look
2: at it, if, if, if Huska's your guy, he's your guy. And like I, I'm kind of with Red on that. I'm sure Mitch Love is a great coach, and maybe you look down the road and think, man, you had the second coming of Scotty Bowman, and <clears throat> he left. My, my concern would be, if it's Huska, Huska, what do you want?
3: Yeah, that's fair.
2: What is the position? Who are the guys you need to succeed? Let's put everything we can to help you as a first-time head coach in place and let's all win together and if that's mitch love if it's not whatever and he he has paid his dues in in some way maybe i haven't or we haven't given enough respect to huska because if conroy was put in a in a position to ascend and then take over then certainly huska has that's
0: he's about how it traditionally goes right that's not it's not a normal path I, i get what you're saying And I don't, it's fine. And I think Huska, if that's the choice, that's the choice. But like what other team is always going, Oh, you, you work in the minors and then you work in the, it's not like players. You don't draft them and hang on to them as assets. They don't work their way up the ladder. I guess all
2: I'm saying is that my argument was if now isn't the time for Conroy, then when is it going to be, you could argue it's the same for Huska. If, if he's passed over here for say, Mitch love, the question would have to be, well, what if, if I, if I'm not the head coach now, how many, I've been five years assistant, how many, what else well, do I need to I was,
0: do? That's so, what I was trying to say. If Mitch love yeah. comes in, how does Huska hang around yeah. there? Like I, it's a, that would have been, anyway.
3: Yeah, the one thing I'll say is knowing Huska a little and like he joined me weekly for three of those four years in the American League, if not all four, I think, on uh, uh, just talking like this is a guy with zero ego and that is team first guy. I don't worry about bruised egos here and Huska's getting the job so in the flip situation, I wasn't worried about him as much as maybe some others were but I also don't think he's going to be afraid if he thinks Mitch Love is going to be able to help this team to be like, ooh, this guy's going to be a hot contender. I can't have him on my bench. That's not the way Ryan Huska's wired. It's there is incredible humility and no ego. What? Because
2: we talked about this a little bit off the show, Retro. How much, how important is NHL experience? And you can't get NHL experience unless you're in the NHL. And that's, that's right? It's that slippery slope. How do you get that experience without actually getting there? But the rigors, the schedule, just everything that goes into the ups and downs, managing Wins, losses, personalities, egos, all of that. Huska's been in the league for five years. Yes, as an assistant, but he's been doing this for five years. How much better off is he just for having been in that environment? The shit that happens that you just don't know happens until you're there.
0: Well, I think he's way better off because all those little things. Dallas Eakins said it when he got canned from Edmonton. He wanted to walk in and kind of just take over and this and that. It's like, well, these guys are different. You're not dealing with junior hockey players that are trying to move on. You're not dealing with AHL guys that are trying to move up. These guys are established players. You'll get a handful maybe of young kids, but you can't push them around and and make the demands that maybe you can in junior in the AHL. The travel stuff, all the little things that go with it. Most of these guys, not most, but a lot of these guys, will have wives and kids and stuff. You don't get as much of that in the A or junior hockey. So all of those things are little things that you have to learn about. And again, I still think the hardest part for him will be the adjustment from how are you viewed as an assistant to now you're the heavy, right? Like, can can you make that? Yep, can you make that switch?
3: It's we've talked about it. It's it feels like it the, the list of guys that try to go assistant to head it's a, a really really poor success rate. We saw with Jim Playfair here, there's numerous other instances. It doesn't mean it's not going to work and I think they clearly have weighed that in. They have to really like Ryan Husker to do this understanding there's a risk there. Um And to be fair, like you talk about NHL experience, Dean, like if they were to hire love, I think they would bring in a guy that's got a lot of experience to help. And because Huska has been in the league for five years, I don't see necessarily as great a need to go out and get a Rick bonus type associate or a Jeff Ward type guy that they've brought in at other junctures. Like and five years in the league, isn't that long? I mean, he knows what's up, but there's guys that have spent 15 that haven't got a sniff at head. I don't feel like it's now or never. I, you know, I, I see Jamie Compton on the bench in Florida with Paul Maurice and they worked in Winnipeg to at least five years together. And so like, there's guys that have done over a decade as assistants and it doesn't mean, you know, if it wasn't going to happen now, it was never going to happen for Ryan. Uh, but if they think he's ready and it's like, he, he understands this league, nothing's going to surprise him. You don't need to go get that established NHL. I've seen this for two decades guy and put him on the staff. If it was Mitch love, I think you would want that guy.
2: You brought it up and I'm not uh, like, I'm not coming at you because it, it's, it's, Jim Playfair, right? And it's his tenure as a head coach or him as an NHL head coach. That's viewed as, you know, it was not a, a success, obviously. He he probably, safe to say, Rhett deserved <laughs> more of an opportunity. He had one year. The team was not terrible. And then Mike Keenan came in. Daryl obviously sees something. You would have seen it, I guess. But one year is not a lot. I mean, you're... You're trying to make that transition from assistant to head, you're finding your way. He has that NHL experience. I I just I I feel bad sometimes that Jim is viewed as a guy that didn't that couldn't do it as an NHL head coach when really I think probably fair to suggest he deserved a little more time than one season.
0: Well, I don't know what Daryl was thinking that Keenan was going to be an upgrade over <laughs> Jim Playfair. Sorry. And Jimmy was in a tough spot because Daryl was GM, had been coach, had a certain style. Jimmy wanted to do a certain style. felt like he probably couldn't because Daryl had been heavy on guys. So felt like he had to be a softer coach that it was a, I bet you asked Jimmy and say, looking back, would you take that job again? And he'd say, no. Also wasn't it
3: right out of the lockout, Rhett? Like I feel like that was a dynamic too. You had everyone off for a year and then that's, that's a weird thing. It's not like, Hey, we were just here three months ago. It's, like who's in shape, who's yeah. here, some contracts have rolled off the books, guys are a year and a half older than when we last saw you.
0: Yeah, it was a it was a goofy situation for him. It wasn't a good not that the fit was bad. But it was just a tough spot for him to even go into. So. I, and they, I and I I, yeah. I think it's a lot Husker's going to have a lot better time working for a guy like, like Conroy <laughs> than Daryl, right? Yeah. So
1: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
2: well there you go and we'll we'll see it uh, today is friday i would expect we'll hear more about it today chances are Early next week, if not Monday, expect an official announcement on that. Let's do the Pinder Report. We'll get to it here. It's a presentation of Village Honda, located in the Northwest Auto Mall. Uh, I've been hearing how difficult it is to get uh, to rental cars and used cars. The used car market is red hot, and they want to uh, buy your used vehicle. They'll pay top dollar, million-dollar buying event up at Village Honda. Northwest Auto Mall. They buy your car. Even if you don't buy theirs, they buyer buy your used car. You get the cash. You get a tropical cruise and the, the money, like 24 hours. turnaround. Get it. B- bing, bing, bing. That's how that goes. Bing, bing, bing. He's bing, in trouble, bing, hey, bing. From the sounds of it. Mm. Uh, your your dealership for life, exclusively at villagehahonda.com.
3: Village presents the Pinder
2: Report. Hey, I'm going
0: to get on a plane. Have a great weekend.
3: All right, Retro. Appreciate you. There is uh, one thing at the very end that you're going to miss, but uh, someone uh, took our baloney food advice to heart so we'll have we'll fire it up on the youtube when you get to buffalo
0: all right oh when i land i'll look okay ciao
3: exceptional work by the way we saved the best for last so that'll be our last item on the pitter bye boom oh there you are okay uh we start with where the huska fire began spreading this is elliot friedman live from game three on hockey night in canada with his update at the intermission yeah, so the Calgary Flames are
2: one of two teams right now without a head coach. The New York Rangers are the other. Nothing is done until it's done. But the word is that Ryan Huska, who has been an assistant coach for the Flames for the past five seasons, is the leading contender, but nothing is done until...
3: Yeah, so not right. not done yet, but a leader, leading contender. And if it follows the, the script of Conroy, well... It, uh, internally the decision made is late in the week it leaks before the weekend and they have the press conference early after the weekend that's what happened with Connie and it feels it really similar because if it's Friday already and they haven't announced a press conference don't want people working on a beautiful
2: June weekend
3: oh my god, we had a day yesterday, it was great
2: Connie, if you yeah. want to endear yourself to the local media, you'll wait till Monday ruin our weekend
3: do it right, Connie
2: yeah, figure it out
3: Uh, Okay, so obviously Huska, we've talked about his resume a bunch. Here's something you might not know, Dean. Clearly, he's a Huberto whisperer. Uh, There you are. Uh, 2012 U-20 team in the World (laughs) Junior Staff. Problem solved, Dean. Put him down for 115 points again. Yeah. No problems here. Nothing at all to worry about. Let's go to the NHL. Game three we mentioned. It was a late game-tying goal from Matthew Klutchuk, whatever we're calling him here. And then, yes, an overtime winner from Carter Verhage. 7-0 and in overtimes. That's got, like, Team of Destiny feels about it. Only problem is it's been three games in a row where they've definitely looked like the second-best team on the ice. They did not create much in the way of scoring chances before tying it very late. And as you alluded to, some posts from Vegas. Uh, this could have been 3-0 very easily last night.
2: They need to – obviously, they still need to win the next game, like Rhett was saying, but – I, I would think Vegas has got to be feeling very good in their own their own skin. It still kind of has that feel of a what is it the gentleman's sweep kind of thing. It could it yeah. be where they win it at home? But this is how Florida's done it the whole way. They win some games they don't deserve winning, and you mentioned seven and zero. That's you have something going your way when you're when you're seven and zero. Whether it's you know destiny or Cinderella, whatever it is, but. I liked Vegas just fine. It, it felt to me like
3: this was going to be 3-0 right until the end. So, uh, Brad Shulliving must be smiling today, uh, Dean. He will now, because it's happened again, be known as the grandfather of the sign-in trade. Uh, Damon Severson getting moved today, the second sign-in trade in NHL history, less than a year after Matthew Kachuk was signed and then traded to Florida. You need yeah, to pull Richard. it out of your backpack. It's gone now. Well, I'm excited. It makes things spicier. I just my the backpack item was people talking about something that had never happened. Like if I was if I spent every day talking about dragons and like, dude, no one's seen a dragon. You've got to stop talking about dragons all day. Now we've we've found the dragon. Bigfoot has been spotted. We can now it's a rational conversation piece, right?
2: I laughed this morning. I was reading about it. It's like some some blue jacket fan was like, oh, geez Better draft Mishkov because we got all these Russians coming in and blah blah blah. <laughs> Aaron Porcelain is like Damon Severson is from Saskatchewan. <laughs> He's from Melville. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking
3: about? <laughs> but you know, all of a sudden, Melville some... not metallurg okay? Yeah, that's right.
2: So Severson and Provorov and Worenski,
3: and they've got I don't know, maybe. Hey, look, any team that didn't get goaltending if they had goaltending the next year, they'll be better and. That Texier, French kid, that is, was in player assistance, if he's back, that's a weapon. I don't think you saw the best of Johnny or Patrick Laine last year. Whoever they get at number three has got a really good shot of making the roster. I'm not here to say they're going to be good, but it'd be tougher than to be worse. Christ. It's,
2: it's easier now to kind of squint and see it than it has been in, uh, in quite a while.
3: Sure. Uh, Shane Dome got hired by the uh, just mentioned – Calgary Red, Flames. Another no. again, former no. team. Oh no! Why would Shane Doan? Now there's probably a tie-in back to the Desert which are Living work, but think about this angle: Shane Doan's entire job to walk around the lease facility and loudly proclaim, <laughs> "Wow, we never got anything like this in Arizona!" In front of Austin Matthews five times a day.
2: I yeah, mean, this work. is way better than Phoenix. My <laughs> goodness.
3: I'll you have Shane Doan, chef here. Oh, in, in Arizona, we didn't even get bagged lunches. Yeah. Oh, poor Phoenix. An upper bowl. We didn't have an upper ball in Arizona. This is wild.
2: One of hockey's all-time good
3: guys, Shane. Yes. Yeah, great. And left, uh, I think it was about a year ago, and it was, geez, how could you do that to a franchise icon? Well, then you look at the owners of Arizona, and they've done that with every relationship they've had, seemingly. So this is probably for the better for Shane. They've got deeper pockets in Toronto, and I think they're not moving from Toronto anytime soon, Dean. And who knows what it's, Batman wants the senators have been too sexy and it felt a little off how could this huge cavernous crappy old rink in canada crazy owner not that old. just okay market like how is this a sexy sexy thing like they're, they're they're just unsensy right now it would be like the cfl actually adding a 10th team it would make too much sense Un-CFL-y, yeah. unsensy well there's some sense coming back in the Sensi vibes around the sale, as a second bidder, the oh. presumptive top bidder has pulled away his bid and walked in frustration. This is the. Uh, this is the. Is that uh,
2: how they? Uh, this is me walking a- away a- in frustration. A- 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 a-
3: a- <inaudible> a- a-
2: son of a gun, doge, scab, dirt, god. So frustrated with this
3: Ottawa Centers people. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to Monaco. I can't handle this shit anymore. I'm the uh, presumptive top bidder and I'm frustrated. Right. Over a billion dollars. This is the Toronto billionaire, the apostatapalapalapalipatappas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And got to be frustrated. The second group out of four that were deemed finalists. So what?
2: Hey, old Deadpool might be back around yet. Old sexy boy.
3: This is still sensy. I starting to get sensy. It was all just a little too squeaky clean. Hmm. We'll have that to follow up on. as And for those
2: of you keeping track at home, that's back-to-back Pinder shots at Phoenix and then Ottawa. So you're on your game today. Put your rink in the suburbs. Two for two. Just profit. Step one,
3: put your rink in the suburbs. Step two, profit. That's how we work here. (laughs) Uh, RBC Canadian Open is in Toronto, and there are a ton of Canadians in the field, as always. But what's unique, how about this? Corey Connors leading the way at five under, heading into today's action. 67 And four Canadians in the top 20, Dino. you would love to see it. You don't care. Okay. Uh, Move along. Stampeders opened their season last night, hosting the BC Lions. If you saw my mm, on Betway on the feed yesterday, Mm. why aren't we taking the Lions plus two and a half? Well, we did. And yeah, we turned 25 cents into 37. Mm. 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 Wasn't good. The offense looked completely discombobulated. Here's Danny Austin from our very own Live at the 55 that debuted yesterday. Uh, It's a minor miracle the Stampeders escaped that half only down 10. I do feel like you're seeing what being down three starting O-linemen from last year does to a team. Passing game just not connecting. It was not pretty last night, Dean, and they needed, oh, we'll just get a touchdown here and convert and then a field goal and then we'll get another touchdown and convert that. No, this just... I I was texting people that know more than me about football. Is there a single elite tool that Jake Mayer has, or is this just a guy? It doesn't feel like this is the next in the line of future Hall of Famers, whether it was Dickinson, Garcia, Burris, Flutie, even Bo, you know, goes down as one of the greats. Is this a placeholder, or is this going to be a franchise guy for a while?
2: It's so hard to tell, right? uh, You know what it is, though, is – if, if you're a stampeder fan and you followed this team it's just you just have that belief and i don't know if it was that just ball or whatever but over the years you just felt like the offense you need some points they're going to get you some points or yeah. you're you're in this game it never had that feel to danny austin's point there that they were down by tennis like jeez this is uh hmm yeah. i'm not sure you kept waiting for that next drive to come through and be like okay now now they're humming here they go and Never really got the traction they needed.
3: So. That's how you felt in the playoffs last year when they finally went to Bow and he started yeah. moving the chains. Uh, it's an interesting year to be sure, and a not great crowd of seventeen thousand and change, Dean. That's a miserable number. Now Thursdays are a tough draw for the Stamps. We know that. Sound like a final was on. It was a beautiful day in Calgary, which probably should have helped. But
2: my understanding <laughs> is uh, the seventeen
3: announced
2: might have been a little uh, generous as well. Really. Yeah. Well,
3: I know in the fourth quarter there was a lot less than 17 when they were down a couple scores. Hoof, better luck uh, next home game, fellas, and let's get out there. Come on! I know it's an old place, Thursday's a shit tailgating night,
2: like you say. It's yeah, it's the home opener. It's a nice night,
3: and I get that, but yeah. they got riders on a weekend. They got you know, there's a bunch of good ones out there. Well, we'll drag you out to one, Dino, because we know our boy was tailgating last night. I know he was. He was there two hours early. Yeah, hmm. guess it was uh, vodka. I was told it was vodka. vodka was the uh, yeah? He said no, uh, no light beers. He was yeah. switching gears away Straight from light to the beers. Va- vodka. That's an aggressive pace for some. We'll see. Uh, we'll go to Cavalry FC. They are hosting Vancouver FC on Sunday afternoon. Here's Tommy Wilden Jr. talking about Calgary Minor Soccer Association Day at the pitch on Sunday. CMSA game and we've talked about you know the players that have played in cmsa and now the kids that walk out with our teams from our club program they feel a part of it you know my kid's 13 and he spent his 13th birthday with his cmsa team behind the goal he's going to spend his 14th birthday doing the same thing and that's pretty- sunday three o'clock so that'll be fun all you uh young kickers out there you sweepers and strikers and keepers Get out there, watch the Calgary Pro Club, and uh, hey, it looks like a great weekend to be doing anything outside. Dean,
2: hmm. I'm still stuck on the uh, the Bonton vodka and the tailgate last night. I was yeah, just trying to enough. think what he would have had in the tailgate.
3: I think vodka pairs well with um, staggering. His... <laughs> yeah, what yeah, is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it'd probably be pork ribs, right? Kind of you go with the because uh, oh. you go red wine with the beef and maybe some pork ribs.
3: Honestly, if I've got a couple stiff vodka somethings in, all of Greg's food is only tasting better and it's starting at the top of the totem pole anyway. Yeah, maybe. Uh, tonight, mm. I will be attending my first Calgary Surge game. I'm very excited about the CEBL side. Three and one. They get Ottawa tonight. The Blackjacks. Blackjack? Okay. Surge three and one. They've been good. And uh, at Winsport, seven o'clock start. I, nice. uh, I've heard good things. I have not been. And uh, gonna take the young fellas and oh yeah, what? Who I think played netball growing up. So she'll be dialed in. What is netball? There's no backboard, and it's a hit in Australia, mate. Oh, boy. yeah, right. No backboard. So it's just like this weird little. Oh, it's like a laundry bin but ten feet high. Hmm.
2: Well, I'm cu- I'm cu- I'm curious to get your uh, assessment, your review. After
3: Our boy Bob Kerr is doing their community relations stuff yeah. uh, and uh, <laughs> Cammy, who we also see around the studio helping out on uh-huh. Rob's show. she yeah. does their sideline reporting and yeah it'll, there'll be lots of Bob Kerr Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy Bob. Well, is it <laughs> Robert well, Rob Bob Bob well, you know it's Bobby like Kerr. That.
2: yeah hmm. it's, it's actually, actually not, but he doesn't you know it's, we don't need to talk about it.
3: Oh okay you want know, those fake radio names from the 80s? Yeah, it's like... His name's like Jim Kazlowski or something. Something like that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're going to like this. Oh, this is for stupid rat, and he left. He always does that. Penderport is like, nice, I can get the hell out of here. I don't need to talk. Yeah. hat. Did you ever notice this with the Panthers jerseys? So this is the... They remade them like, what, four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. Look above the actual Panther and read what it says. On the white jersey, it says Florida. On the All red right. jersey, it says Panthers. Yeah. Oh, today kind was of like the day. Baseball, right? I learned that. Yeah, baseball does that exactly. Yeah. Very good. Didn't know that. Very impressed. And uh, finally, the boys um, that watch the show, God bless you. I don't know why the hell you do it, but you do, and you've got our backs. And we've been making a push for Bologna, Dean. Here is what uh, came up in my feed on Instagrams at some point yesterday. Uh, tonight's dinner inspired by Flames Nation: fried BBC salad. Careful, uh, baloney, broccoli, and cabbage. Get, a, <laughs> and
2: get off brackets. the Pornhub,
3: Pinder. Jesus, she thinks it's tofu. <laughs> Hashtag bring baloney back. Bring baloney back. Doop your wife in eating baloney, telling her it's tofu. Send a picture into the show. This is amazing. I like. i bring it. a baloney back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's Friday. Little BBC for everybody. That's
3: right. Yeah. Can you can you do BBC at work or is that odor going to take I, over? Hey, what you do? I don't know. I don't know. Some things. You HR to, lunch protocols at that. work. Don't bring fish to work, right? And spe- you know, speaking of
2: Keller, mm-hmm. I think we need to be ready for I uh, I don't know a, a BBC, really. But he, <laughs> I mean, he's at. He is all in with the, with us bringing baloney back. Yeah, I think it's. We may be seeing a baloney platter coming by the. Uh, the studios next week
3: i'm horrified and excited i think it's uh we can't tell my wife <laughs> that's it does way. look delicious yeah i well, know let see that photo again go back because that looks like a healthy ass salad and if you told I, the lady that was tofu look at i that. like
2: that he's tr- that they're trying to hoodwink the chicken to think yes! that it's that that's it's the best tofu.
3: part i mean that in the bbc but <laughs> yeah now, Bologna, you see at the top there, that's broccoli. Hank's Original.
2: Heavy. No free plugs, but Hank's Original. They're, that's Okotoks. They've got, uh, like, uh, seasoning for your popcorn. Really? Go and check out Hank's uh, Original. Hank's whatever yep. it is there. Hank's dot original. Free plug, <laughs> apparently, for, uh, for, the, for the boys at Hank's. I see them every once in a while back. at the, uh, the old farmer's markets and stuff. Good stuff.
3: <sighs> All right. That's uh, <laughs> BBC. We got a better name. <laughs> Yeah, watch the little.
2: CBB or something. We'll you can't
3: something be out. naming your salad after that news network in in England, Dean. We can't have yeah. people thinking it's something that's not. You're gonna get a whole lot of. Can we make that our social clip today? I feel like we'll get lots of. Clip.
2: I'm. No. Yeah. We'll get. it will get pulled down. <laughs> Everything's getting pulled down these days. Oh, oh. man, I'm just so excited. It's. Is it too late? It's already June. Is it too late for 2023 to be the year of the baloney of the the baloney comeback?
3: No one is ever going to say no to an amazing underdog story. Everyone loves a Cinderella. Baloney Fest
2: 2023.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We have to call it something else. The Big Baloney. Balonies for the the boys. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Not Saturday is for the boys, baloney for the boys.
3: It's b- Fridays for the baloney for the yeah. boys. Uh, that's your pinned report on a
2: Friday for Village Honda, dude. Oh, man. Uh, Village Honda, Northwest Ottawa online at villagehonda.com. Yes, the, uh, the million-dollar buy-in event continues. They'll buy your used vehicle. It's cash. It's a tropical cruise for two. They want to jam their lot full of quality used vehicles, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. Village Honda, your dealership for life. Good people and obviously looking to uh, put a little money in your pocket if you are like so that. inclined. Uh, wanted to mention Vina Nova. It is uh, I got to get a hold of Justin because Justin, it's, it's, it's funny how it all kind of comes together. We did the mm. Christmas, the Top Shelf Elf Christmas campaign for closer yep. to Home and the Adopt-A-Family. One of the prizes that we had was donated from Bonton Meats. It was the uh, the pig roast, oh yeah, a full a full pig and the pig roaster from Bonton Meats. It was actually Justin from Vina Nova. Come on, who was the uh, the winning bidder? I didn't realize till afterwards. We were doing all the uh, all the backlog on it and contacting the winners. It's like, geez, Justin, is so- same Justin. Have you seen Justin? Doesn't seem like a guy that would be, uh, you know. He's like, I've never done it. It sounds like a great idea. I'm I'm not sure he's going to be, you know. It's chewing on the, on the the what is it, a, a hawk, a pork hawk right off oh. of the uh, the pig, but nonetheless. Venanova, not sure why it came together, but it did. Lab-grown diamonds, there you see it, sustainable, dazzling, one-of-a-kind. Venanova.com. It. it is the only jeweler, the only place in Calgary that specializes only in lab-grown diamonds. You walk in the door, you don't need to be like, which one? What's, 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 I don't know which one is which. It is only... The lab-grown diamonds at Nova, 80%, in most cases, savings off of those dirty things are digging out of the ground. These are made in a diamond. This is science, people. You can get the, if you want something that's maybe custom, you want to special, you know, something special, you want to make it yourself, design it, you could do that with the people at Venanova. It takes a few weeks to get that done, obviously, but they can do it. And of course, if it's wedding season, summertime, maybe you're going to somebody else's wedding and you're going to propose to your, you know, whatever,
3: Hmm. I mean, you have to, I guess. And if that's the choice you're making,
2: Nova. the only thing that's going to make it better and make it right is if you go to Venanova and get yourself a beautiful ring or, or and it's not just rings, I mean, earrings and bracelets and all the like necklaces and all of that. Pendants. It is stunning. Pendant. Penis bracelets. Pendant. Hi, guys. Um, <laughs> vinanova.com is the website. Justin is the guy. The location: downtown showroom, second level, Stephen Avenue Place. Uh, take our word for it. We have we are customers at Vina Nova, and the people who we have purchased for are stunned at how beautiful it is. Compliments continue to roll in. Thank Love you, Vina Nova.
3: Uh, and if we, we've got a moment here, Jack, let's roll through the comments. People are all over this bologna thing, uh, Dean yeah, yeah. weighing in saying, man, that looks delicious. Other people are weighing right in bologna, uh, the original tofu bologna, the vegan's choice, bologna palooza. <laughs> that's what you call it. Bologna palooza. Yeah. I'm down with that. Let's go, Justin. Bologna back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh Barnburner bologna now available in stores. All that's Barnburner burner So uh, I'll
2: tell you what, if got we're some not... mo, it's got some mo fried bologna sandwiches let's go yeah man everyone's in
3: it's been a lot today <sighs>
2: can we get to the millennials though is the millennial crowd going to be down with the baloney
3: Jack I need you to weigh in Jack's in his mid-twenties I've never even had baloney so oh, geez. it's going to blow I'll his, his mind don't here. think of it as a bad thing <laughs> Dean we're opening his mind look how disappointed he is convince me boom just try it. There's no more convincing.
2: You wait till next week when that bonton bologna platter comes flying through the door. When the BBP comes, that's right. You'll be up to your friggin' elbows in baloney.
3: And that's different than the, the pig right, yeah. we're doing. Okay, that's right. Yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go try get some eh? today. It used to be because I know when being it, when we would get it, it was called bung bologna. I'm not sure. It, it I was need to
3: work on the name if you Manitoba. want to millennials. Can I yeah. get a
2: pound of the bung bologna, please? Mm. That's, we just got to sexy it up for these kids today. We just got to sexy it up. Yeah. But you know what? The vegan's choice. That's what we do. Yeah, the vegan's choice. The vegan's choice. And there again, don't ask too many questions. It's like no, hot dogs. No, no, do you no, like no, hot no, dogs? No, no, I sure do. What's in them? No. Don't. Shut up. Don't. Shut up.
3: Stop. Do not. Don't. Just shush. stop it.
2: It's not important. It's not important. See, so many people want information and they want to educate themselves. Sometimes you just want to... Just don't worry about it. Ignorance is bliss. Less is more, Dino. That's what they say. That's what they say. You know who I...
3: <laughs> I, too, an elder millennial, am pro-baloney. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: need everybody to be a little bit more pro-baloney.
3: Uh, yeah,
2: I bet you Peter Klein loves himself a
3: good baloney sandwich, eh? Hey? I think over at McLeod Law, he's not too fancy. I know some law firms would be—they'd be too good for baloney. That's not right, here. not he's, McLeod he's Law. The man of the people,
2: they are—they're—they're on the same level as all of
3: us. They're we're all humans, Dean. We all like baloney. We're all breathing the same air.
2: I, when I go and I, I want to associate myself with just good, hardworking, honest people who aren't afraid yeah. to roll up their sleeves and dig into a big old bologna and mustard that's sandwich right. every once in a while, And that's the kind of person Peter Klein is. He is one of the best of the best. You know he's the personal injury guy, but did you know he's also the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim? If your long-term disability insurance company is refusing to pay insurance benefits to you, it's $1 simple move. Contact Peter at McLeod Law. He will get you the disability benefits you paid for and that you deserve. He gets your peace of mind back, the peace of mind that you paid for. Good, honest, and we're having some fun, just good, honest people. There's no, it's, it was one of the first things I felt when we walked in there was that there's no pre, it's just, they're, just good, honest people. Calgarians, through and through. Contact Peter Klein, P-Klein with a C. C-L-I-N-E, P-Klein at mcleod-law.com. Phone number's on your screen, and of course, mcleod-law.com. For whatever your legal situation might be, whatever your needs might be, they have you covered across the board at McLeod Law.
3: Good stuff. <laughs> Peter's a vegan. You can't be saying baloney with Peter. <laughs> no, no, he's good. Don't worry. He's fine. He's <laughs> fine. Yeah, only
2: only on the weekends. Only you know what? Only when I go to Vegas, I only do. I only have baloney when I'm out of town. That's right. Definitely pro baloney. So and you see the spelling there. We do. Is it Bologna baloney with no G? Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind I, of like whiskey. The,
3: uh, whiskey.
2: There is. Is it K E Y or just K Y? I.
3: It's yeah. whiskey and baloney. Now there's a week Isn't there C K also and just K? Like there's all kinds of whiskey variations uh, yeah. of spelling. Uh, Bologna, Bologna is the food. Bologna is what the show is full of. That's oh, you That's watch needed. your Alex. you
2: watch your mouth. That's say oh hey hey get us taken off the air here with that kind of talk.
3: Now um, th- this is not scripted. I want to go to Jack live here. You and RJ were testing something out earlier. Is that uh, a go or not? Yeah, a go?
2: we're do- we're doing some audio
3: clip testing. I think he's here, but. So, if, if RJ, are you there? If you are. There's
0: stupid everywhere, Ryan. I had too much stupid. Brett's done. He's done with stupid. More like, stupid. A new stupid. Voice. Are you going to be able to avoid stupidity? Stupid. More stupid. And don't be stupid.
3: <laughs> stupid buses fault today.
0: Maybe I'm the stupid one.
3: <laughs> stupid everywhere, Ryan.
0: I had. T- Dean? Come oh, on now, dig up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Dean? Yeah. This is going great.
2: I love these guys. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what. Shut up, Pinder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More my... stupid. Oh, sure, for Christ's sake. sake. I just have to be done. I can't go anymore today. I've had so much. Soup. I didn't pack my kids a lunch because we woke up late, and I'm like, I'm just going to get them a sub, and I'll drop it off at the school. I
3: let that breathe that's a good one this is going great so anyway that's that's what we've got behind. you can't see thank you rj i know te-
2: you're crying I, i'm tearing up i uh so proud my my son graduated from high school two weeks ago i'm more proud today than i was then
0: My head had all already i hope that goddamn head was in it head had all already i hope that goddamn head was in it yes
3: RJ's so proud too. He's crying as well right now. Montage, yes. Yeah. We got a stupid montage from this show oh. this year. I
0: love
2: it. Well, glad it's do, fitting that that there. would be the first montage for this show. Would be a the stupid montage. Yeah,
0: more <laughs> stupid. Yeah, more stupid.
2: RJ and Jack, MVPs. Legends. Yeah. Well done, boys. Well done. That's going well cool, over in the chat well too. Love it. Yeah. You know, five ten years from now, we might actually have this friggin show up and rolling, you know,
3: be nice. We might
2: actually have something going on.
3: Step one take five to ten years to get things rolling. Step <laughs> two, <right>. profit.
2: <laughs> yeah, profit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, what? what happened to Jack's rig yesterday? This is very behind the curtain. Oh. But Jack sent a, a photo to our group chat yesterday of his shit box of a Honda or whatever yeah, that's that he's driving. Ship box. Yeah, the PlayStation
3: That's what it... Uh... And it
2: looks like somebody like <laughs> took a samurai sword to your fender and just peeled the metal back from the fender well. What happened? Yeah, I don't really... I was just driving home on Stony, and then like the plastic that like, goes over the tire...
3: Yeah, like the the wheel well the wheel guard well, or whatever. Yeah, no? Just
2: shot out. So I literally oh, drove home like that and like, this piece is just sticking out... People are fucking trying to weigh me down. <laughs> Looks like complete shit. Let me get the photo. Yeah. So, it, the photo. so it's actually the inside of the fender well. Yes. Okay. I, I couldn't tell. Oh, I thought deal. it looked like you'd run into something and just peeled your actual fender back. So that's not bad. Would Village pay for that? Because they're saying use cars. That
3: That's in some kind of disrepair, though. <laughs> Anthony does not want that. Yeah. I know they got a million bucks. Uh, you're not yeah. going to get much of it with that, buddy. I'm and sorry.
2: you know what? You don't get a million bucks in the first place by making those kinds of deals. That's
3: true. No, yeah. that's that's, that's not ideal.
2: Well, be- why didn't you pull over, Jack? I did pull over, and then I to tried. To, what? I tried <laughs> to yank the thing out, and like, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: I just fucking drove. Oh. Over, like... And uh, you know, if we're if we are going to have a flame station <laughs> <have a laughs> shitmobile, RJ could do some graphic work yeah. for it because he's so I good at that stuff. Work. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My hmm. hat flew off, Daddy. Yeah. Uh let's do some uh some Betway and get the H out of here, shall we? Well
3: before we do that, I think he's got the photo already. So let's oh. let's, let's let's dance on this uh All right, let's see Flames what this Nation is. shipmobile. Cause, uh, Which
2: I mean listen, hey, I'm not uh it sounds like I'm being I'm I am being i do not mean to be mean. Oh dear. Yeah, that's not <laughs> supposed to be there. So like what's but what's his dragon? What's in front of your we- your front tire? Are you not missing part of your
3: fender? Oh yeah, like that was already. Did fun. a monster take a bite out of your car? Look at this! What <laughs> the hell is happening,
2: dude? What is going on in your it's world? Like... It does. It looks like you've, there's been a shock um, attack. Um,
3: seriously, jaws came in and just took the front off this car here. Well, I wonder. I can see why
2: the inside of your fender well came flying out. Can you? <laughs> Did you? Speaking of which. Did you see that video of the of the shark attack? What? Dude, it's not gone viral. Good or not last... good? It's not good.
3: Uh... <sighs> Is there a happy ending or do we need to not talk about no, it? No,
2: nothing's good about it. Okay. Where was this? I took the- uh... It's going to be in Australia, because that's of course where my kids will be swimming in the ocean at some point. No, it was, well, I saw the video at first. I was like, oh, that's not good. And then I saw, I think it was on TMC this morning. They went and got the shark that killed this guy. And it looks good. like it's a scene out of Jaws. It's really? just offshore, and you see a guy swimming, and he's yelling for help. And then all of a oh, sudden. Oh,
3: shit. Dang, why are you doing this on a Friday? We got Monday in like three days. Dropping this on us now? Shark
2: attack authorities Stop it. capture and kill a shark responsible for killing a man in Egypt. Videos popped up late Thursday showing the massive animal brought to shore by heavy-duty nets. Um, Animal, not killing machine. Odd terminology. Terrifying video of the attack hit the internet from the Egyptian Red Sea. In it, you can see a man, identified as... hmm, Fighting for his life as the shark <laughs> continues to attack. This okay. is not going to do any good for me. because No, I don't... it's not getting better.
3: Dig up, stupid.
2: I don't like sharks. I, that whole thing. You're oh, I, dig go and... up,
3: stupid. That's right. I want to go and
2: dig. And... swim with the sharks and sh- get in a shark cage. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Helpless onlookers could only watch as the man was thrown about by the shark. At one point, completely bringing his legs above the water in a handstand-like Dude, stop. position. Finally, it appears the shark grabbed him by the upper torso before he disappeared below the surface. You happy? Not happy about it.
3: I had to finish that. This team.
2: is going great. This is oh, dear, going great. Nah, listen, you
0: know. it's not way.
2: Stay out of the water, I guess.
3: So, Betway bets of the day. Okay, here we go, Betway. I didn't play the video. Jack's getting a little uh, oh, nervous I'm, here. Yeah. <laughs> he made a mistake. I'm very excited. No, I, didn't. This, I think I, I this think is my favorite part when Jack knows. Did he make a mistake? Did
2: you f up the Betway bets?
3: <laughs> it's the moment of truth. I have no idea. Well, oh, no and part. I'm very excited because today played right into. It's been a while because yeah. only every five days there's weekend. It's been a while since we've been able to go back to this old jazz standard. Get while the Betway app
2: no. on your phone. No. Bet the responsible way with Betway in Ontario. Nineteen and over. It is Betway, our uh, proud betting partner of Barnburner and the Nation Network.
3: We'll start. I'll with start with the, mine. Uh, you want to start with yours? I do because this is what I'm excited to see. Uh, baseball tonight. Minnesota in Toronto. Jays have won uh, nine of twelve and seven of eight. Oh, that was yeah, so that was That's mine. not bad. Uh, Kikuchi over five and a half Ks. Look how it's spelled. <laughs> you start today minus one thirty-eight and Bobaschet. Man, he's just been on a heater. Home runs galore against the Houston Astros. Plus 550 for an anytime bachette slobber knocker. I'm going to take that. Huh? Hitting dingers. Ripping dingers, man. All right. My name's Big Al, and I like to hit dingers. dingers.
2: Minnesota, Toronto. So, did he? No. Hit, does he have that? Is that Kikuchi uh, spelled
3: right? That's a nice change of pace. We went a week of the, the wrong yeah, way. It's
2: five and a half. Like who knows? Yeah, that's all times. the right
3: numbers. Minus plus all five right. and a half. It's over. Shit. Yeah. Well done. Big right. exhale. Only over there. one more
2: to go. I only had the one bet today. Okay. I'm going to the uh, the league of Canadian football. Ah, three downs. Uh, Winnipeg v Hamilton Bombers Ooh. are good. Know what the Hamilton Tie Cats are? It's over a, over a field goal. Obviously, I'm going to say uh, Winnipeg, good at home, minus four and a half, minus one ten.
3: Little Gunslinger email. makes his debut in Hamilton. There you go for so Hamilton. I'm not going to go for
2: the uh, for the Bombers there in my lone Betway bet of the day. Betway, very good. Betway bets. Betway bets. Bet, 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 bet.
3: Uh, so next week. Well, we'll have next that week? press conference announcing Huska on Monday. It sounds like yeah. I mean, if we're guessing...
2: Well, I mean, it's Elliot, right? Elliot's not usually not usually wrong about that stuff. Elliot's
3: only about 99.9 9 accuracy. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. hmm. That's good a that's you good guy. That's a good guy. We'll see. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. You can't... Because I think you... It, you're instantly. Does does he feel like a head coach? Does this guy feel like a head coach? Find out pretty quick. You find out, and my guess is there's probably a number of head coaches who have been very good. Chances are maybe some of them didn't feel like head coaches. at 100. I'm guessing Paul Maurice probably at the time didn't feel like a head coach. Well, he was I'm guessing John coach. Cooper, soft-spoken John Cooper, despite success, there was some who would have looked at his upbringing or his you know his road through traditional hockey is ah, i'm not sure this guy's a head coach so you,
3: you heard the story how he got into it eh? he needed well, to fill a certain amount of volunteer hours to get a posting to help some judge because he was a lawyer coming lawyer, up and yeah. there was some summer posting where he was going to help out a judge and the, one of the things was okay but i'd love you to get in the community and there's this hockey team if you wanted to help out with that that could help your case <laughs> he's just won at every level since yeah all the way to the top baby You like good things happening
2: to good people, and if uh, if Ryan Husk is the the new head coach of the team, then that is certainly the case. Have a great weekend, everybody. Get your baloney on. We'll be back on Monday. And yeah, press conference.
3: We'll we'll have a cup. We'll either have have a cup champion next week. It's
2: going to be because it's it's
3: three one or two two next time we do a show. Two
2: two, so it's different universes. There you go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Adios. Appreciate you.
3: Right I would say, "Go cats!" Yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat